You are listening to Meet the Thriller Author, the podcast that features interviews with thriller, mystery, and suspense authors. I am your host, Alan Peterson, and today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash M-T-T-A. That's an M as in murder. Over 180,000 titles, including great thrillers to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So stay tuned for the next episode of Meet the Thriller Author. Everybody, welcome to Meet the Thriller Author. I'm Alan Peterson, and in this episode, I have Cece James. Very excited to talk to her. She writes uh, cozy mysteries in other genres as well, but uh, we'll be focusing on cozy mysteries, of course. Uh, Cece, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the uh, podcast. I'm excited to talk to you about uh, cozy mysteries and everything. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Well, I'm a mom of four, and I've got a couple grandkids. And I have two new dachshunds that I'm hoping won't make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'm a writer and a public speaker too. <laughs> Not a very good public speaker though, I don't think. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you're nervous. Oh, you'll be doing fine. No, I would, public speaking is scary for everybody, so <laughs> no worries. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I. I talked to you a little bit before that. I have three little dogs, so we're both kind of like on edge to see if they're going to bark or not. So <laughs> hopefully yeah. if I catch it on the right bark, I can take, I can take the barks out, so no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at your, uh, at your uh, webpage and, uh, on Amazon. Uh, so fascinating with Cozy Mysteries. Can you tell me a little bit about that genre? Oh, I love, 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 love Cozy Mysteries. Um, they're just kind of a, for me, anyway, they're a fun escape. They're a really lighthearted kind of mystery, and uh, you really focus on the puzzle. So it's uh, it's it's very puzzle centered centered, you know, of who did it and and uh, trying to figure out all the clues. Yeah, I started reading Tempting Taste of Danger. I started reading that. And I see that's a like very mystery. So I haven't finished it, but I can see how it's a page turner because you have to keep reading towards the end. I assume to find out who done it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Lots of red herrings and and uh, lots of different suspects. <laughs> and can you tell us a little bit about your series? That's uh, the uh, the Angel Lake Cozy Mystery Series. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Angel Lake and every, and your characters? So that series is about a woman, uh, Elise Pepper, who's in her mid thirties, and she returns to her hometown after her husband uh, cheated on her, and and uh, so she has to start her life over. And it's kind of a, a riches to rags story where she really has to rebuild everything all over again. Um, she gets a lot of small jobs, and for some reason, she's always at the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's it's just a fun story. I try and uh, inject interject a lot of humor in it. And she was supposed to be very elegant and have this poise, but I find a lot of my own characteristics bumbled in there with her. So she's kind of clumsy. <laughs> she says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Uh, she's a little bit too trusting, but she's super smart. So I think I'm going to take credit for that one too. <laughs> All right, yeah, of course. And so yeah, so that's also oh, you. You started out as one thing, but then the characters kind of took over. And uh, mm-hmm. okay. And um, what's your the latest uh, novel? How many? How, um, first, let me ask you: How many books do you have in your series out so far? There's five right now. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And the, and the Tempting Taste of Danger is number five. 
Same thing. Oh, hold on. you know, I thought I was reading the first one. I, I went out of order. <laughs> oh, they, they, you can read them as standalone. I try and make it so you can, but I've heard it's more fun to read from the all the way through. Yeah, I was gonna say I started reading it and I don't, I, I couldn't tell that it was. I thought it was the first one. So yeah, so you've done a, a good job of being a standalone <laughs> uh, within the series. And I've also noticed you've, you've also written. Um, like in romance and, and nonfiction, is that the, what's the differences between writing like a, a cozy mystery and writing like a, a romance? Well, for me, all of my books and my genres are kind of been a, a journey. Um, my nonfiction is, is our memoirs. And then it goes into like inspirational romance, which was probably, well, it was a few more stories of my, of my life kind of needing to come out, but they didn't come out in the memoirs. And so once those were done, I got to move on to just total fiction. And so that's why I just adore Cozy Mysteries. It's just been fun, and, and it's all make-believe, and <laughs> I like it a lot. And were you a fan of the uh, genre before you started writing in it? Um, I really loved, 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 loved Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, she's just, she was brilliant. And so I, I, those old-time Writers, especially, I, I love all cozy mysteries. They're they're amazing. But that's what was my first <clears throat> my first hook was was probably Agatha Christie and and even Nancy Drew. I think when I was when I was young, I read some of those, and I think that those uh, really flavor what I write now. It's kind of a little bit old fashioned, I think, and uh, more traditional, I suppose. I've heard. Then how long have you been writing for? Um, I've been writing well, probably my whole life. I've always loved to write, and uh, have <laughs> I've written my kids' uh, fiction stories when they were growing up. And uh, but as far as publishing, it's probably been about three three years. When did you decide to try to publish a, a book? Uh, what was what was the, the time frame on that? Well, my first book that I published was my memoir, uh, Ghost No More, and. Yeah, so I kind of had been heading in that direction. I'm an advocate for adult survivors of child abuse and assault. And so that was kind of my first focus was getting, you know, sharing my story and hopefully encouraging other readers that their story matters and and that they have a story too. And then I just slowly moved on through that to where I am today, which is, you know, uh, writing cozy mysteries. (laughs) And are you, do you have more books planned for your series, for the for the Angel Lake series? I do. Uh, I'm also starting a new series right now. It's kind of hush hush, but it's, it's super fun. <laughs> well, that's exciting. So, do you work on on, those, on both series at the same time, or do you focus on one and then go to the other one? Um, I know a lot of authors who can focus on more than one book at a time, but I just cannot do it. Uh, I get too scatterbrained, and I can't. I can't give it the time it needs. So, no, I just do one at a time. <laughs> and so you mentioned that Agatha Christie is one of your influences. Are there other, any other authors that have influenced the way you write? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's so many. The authors that I truly adore, I, I can't write like them at all, but I wish I could. But that's uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, C.S. Lewis, um, um, Stephen King, Terry Pratchett. I mean, I just love these authors, but I can't, I can't emulate what they do. But you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you read in a lot of different genres. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and so 
you mentioned that in in your books that your 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 personality kind of took over your not took over but influenced your characters. Uh, how about your experiences? Are those are they based? Are they in your novels? Uh, do they make make it into your books? Not so much uh, my cozy mysteries. No, they're they're all make believe and uh, for the most part. Other than <laughs> some of her poor poor Elise's foibles and flies. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if the, I guess yeah, I guess it would be be very good if because uh, there's always a, a dead bodies uh, that wouldn't be a good yeah. thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's good. Nobody want to be my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's the thinking about that. I'm like, oh, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, I kept thinking, you know, um, with pop culture, you know, like uh, Murder She Wrote, and I mean that's kind of like uh, would that be considered a cozy mystery? That's definitely yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And and the game of Clue. I think that's a cozy mystery too. Oh, the actual game board. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Do you and do you find do you see like pop culture influence your writing at all or 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 not? I'm pretty much just kind of wing it myself, and uh, I, you know I can see definitely uh, the things from uh, culture influencing it. Um, like my last book is about an escape room, so those are pretty new, and but they're kind of the rage out here in Seattle. So I had fun exploring that, but it was—it's new enough that some people don't know what an escape room is. So I—I I wondered if that would, you know, people would still be interested in it. But so far, everybody's been very interested in it. So that's good. Yeah, it's very amazing when I was uh, looking at the at the category. I mean, these cozy mysteries are so uh, such a popular genre with a lot of fans and readers. Um, it's just been—it's it's been so interesting to see that. Um, do you find that the readers like uh, do you get a lot of interaction from readers? Uh, I think cozy mystery readers are are just amazing, and so are the authors. Um, all the authors, it's a kind of a close knit community, and everybody supports each other. And and really, the authors are pretty amazing. I they write exceptionally well, so it's it's been fun to to read their stuff and see, you know, where really Cozy Mystery really represents. And it's a fun, you know, fun thing to read, <laughs> fun genre. Yeah, I think that's so cool, too. I've noticed that even with my own genre of, of even, you know, their competitors, but not, but everyone's so friendly and mm-hmm. they, everyone wants to help each other out. It's, I think it's so cool that that, that that happens versus just seeing each other as competitors, you know. Yeah, you know, and that's the nice thing about Brooks is that it's it's like they're like Pringles or Ruffles, you know. You can't just have one, so <laughs> it, it just they just keep coming. And readers are pretty voracious and 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 reading, and they like a variety. So I think it all works out. And I was very interested when I was looking at your at the categories. Uh, there's like these on Amazon. There's subcategories of uh, what was it? Um, craft and hobbies and culinary. And uh, I see that some of your book covers, you have cakes and cookies. So what, how does that tie into the Cozy Mystery? So they are a little bit theme-centered. Um, my, uh, my cakes and cookies are more for Elise to eat. Uh, I'm a horrible cook myself, so unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> mine, aren't, mine aren't really culinary-centered. But some of the Cozy Mysteries, they have recipes at the back, and, and they really you know, focus on... Uh, offering the reader even more than just uh, just fiction, they can have recipes too. 
Oh, wow. That's so My recipes are like three ingredients and, you know, maybe some tums afterwards, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. my poor husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, so, and, and, um, and what are the, what's your process of writing? Do you, um, do you, uh, are you a pantser or do you like organize? Are you, very, uh, do you outline? Uh, I'm trying to outline. <laughs> it's not very easy for me. And I, I guess I am a pantser. I, I, I go through the mystery wondering who did it too a lot of the time. And, uh, and I, I look at it also like, you know, can I, how can I uh, make this fun for the reader? You know, so I try and really focus on the clues and sometimes the clues will lead me to different places than I was actually expecting to go with the story. So, mm-hmm. oh, so you're kind of like going along for the ride. That's, uh, so that's, so that's interesting. So has like the, who, the person who did the murder, does, has it changed? You know, like when you're writing, you start thinking, oh, it's going to be this person and it switches. <laughs> it did that in one of my books. Yeah. Usually I have an idea of who did it, but, um, Especially with my first couple of books, I didn't want to focus too much on who actually did it because it your writing will take a slant either too too much pointed at them or too uh, maybe too obscure about them. So I wanted to keep it neutral, and and that's super fun for me um, hearing from my readers. You know, a lot of them, even though they had, I like putting my clues out there in plain view. And then, and then seeing if they can guess who did it. And that's just, that's the fun part about this process for me. Yeah. So it's like you said earlier, it's like a puzzle. So the readers are reading along and they're trying to figure it out. And that's, that, that's part of, that must be part of the fun of, of that genre, trying to see if they can figure it out. Oh, it's so fun. I love it so much. And, you know, a lot of my readers will be like, you surprised me. Um, some of them will say, you know, I figured it out, but <laughs> very rarely. And um, it's super fun. It's like a game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see why you said, uh, mentioned the game Clue, which was very much like that. I can't remember the characters' names, but there's like the butler. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Candlestick. I mean, yeah, I haven't played that in like 30 years. That's bringing back <laughs> memories. <laughs> it's exactly like that. And that's why I love it. I just, I adore it. Yeah. And now, so when you started writing these, what are some of the challenges? Like, um, research or I mean, what are some of the challenges oh my gosh I always worry about the kind of research my computer history will show <laughs> oh yeah I can imagine <laughs> well what do you do, do you find that like uh, like research overload trying to prepare to write or do you or do you research as you go along writing oh I research as I go along writing because sometimes the story will change and mm-hmm. like I said one clue might lead me a different direction and now I have a whole new set of clues so <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way too. As I write, I, I I'm doing research, which, which sometimes can be kind of a time suck when you fall in those research holes on, on the on the internet. But <laughs> yeah, that one really bad research hole called Facebook. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, exactly. Yeah, and YouTube. Yeah, I, I go <laughs> I go in there to look for a street address or something and see what something looks like, and then it's like, oh. I'm, Right. and now you're watching Dancing Kittens, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, bad, bad. Uh, so, so um, and where do you when you when you're writing? Where do you write? Do you have uh, do you write out of your home or do you go to a coffee shop? Or? Oh, I definitely I write in my house, and it has to be quiet, pretty or fairly quiet. Um, and the worst part about writing for me is if somebody tries to talk to me in the middle of it because I have the worst time switching gears. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my husband even has gotten used to saying, okay, I need to talk to you so I can 
like almost mentally switch gears so I can pay attention to him. <laughs> yeah, say hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel bad about that, but but we've worked out a system now where you know we can at least get my attention. So. Yeah, and so you, uh, so you, so when you're zeroed in, do you like, um, do you try to like when you're writing a a, a story? I, do you have like a word count goal for the day, or how does that? How does your process work when you when you're writing the the book? Um, I start out with a word count goal or a, a time frame of how long I want to sit there, and that's usually just to kind of get me sitting and focused. And then whatever happens after that, you know, I often write more than my word count. Um, sometimes I just barely make it to my word count and I'm like, oh, thank goodness I'm done, you know, but, but usually I can just, once I get going, I just don't want to stop. So. And uh, what do you use to write? Do you use like Word or a Scrivener or something like that? Yeah, I use Scrivener. Um, that's probably what's helped me kind of outline a little bit because they have a real easy, uh, way to switch back and forth between chapters and ideas and bullet points and uh, corkboard and stuff like that. Yeah, I can imagine too with the with the mysteries. You know, if you're going to switch things around, uh, that's what I like Scrivener too. You can like drag those folders around mm-hmm. and those files. It's like makes it so easy. <laughs> so easy, I know it really is helpful. And then I usually will upload it to Word. I don't know why, but that's my next process. Yeah, well, that happens to me too because my editor uh, needs, uses Word. So yeah, so once I'm done with the writing, then it switches to Word. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's a, a big goal you know a celebration you know i'm in word now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like woohoo <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that is interesting that you mentioned that because I, I get that right now like i'm going through um editing editing in, in scrivener right now like doing the read through after finishing mm-hmm. and i'm so excited to get it to word now because then that means it's ready to go off to people. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um and so what's your writing day like then uh, uh so you're quiet you don't want to you don't need to listen to any music or anything like that no, I do have music going, and um, it, when I'm writing, I, I can. It's quiet, but I can kind of tune out too. So I have four kids and two grandkids, so they're often here, <laughs> and they're loud. But I can mostly tune them out as long as they're not talking to me. Um, if they do talk to me, they, you know, I'm like that. That just totally breaks the whole groove and. I probably won't write anymore that day, you know, <laughs> yeah. or for a while. Because I have, like I said, I'm kind of, I have two hats. I have my, my mom hat, and then I have my writer's hat, and it's hard to switch in between them, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, the collision of the two worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, look at your covers. They're very uh, nice. Do you do, do those yourself, or do you do you have a, a cover designer? I do have an awesome friend who designs them for me. Um, I usually go and I find the pictures, and then she makes them into my covers. Because <laughs> I would imagine that's probably a big, uh, for a marketing, on the marketing side of things, you have to have the right look and the branding. Huh? Yeah, I think so. Uh, my covers are a little bit different than, I would say, mm-hmm. most of the cozy mysteries, but um, they are, they're very branded, and, um, and I still think that they convey you know, what What expectations a cozy mystery reader, you know, would be fulfilled with my books, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice that when I was looking at uh, uh, doing research on this, uh, a lot of the cozy mysteries are kind of like cartoon, not mm-hmm. cartoon, but kind of animated covers. Yeah, I would, I would say cartoonish. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, yours are not, but uh, they really stand out, so. And and yeah, you're doing, uh, you're doing so well, too, so that was... Uh, 
so so they obviously they're working <laughs> I, I i really love it and i just can't even thank my fans enough for supporting me uh it's just it's it means so much you know this is something i've always wanted to do uh one of my dreams besides being a mom and having a family is uh is being a writer so it's just awesome and do you have a lot of interaction with your uh, fans to uh and what do you usually hear from them do they email or are you on facebook well i have because i write a couple of different genres i hear from my fans a little bit differently um the ones from my memoir generally will email me and the ones from my cozy mystery i, I interact with a lot on facebook yeah, so you have a like a facebook author page i do it's cc james author Oh, okay. on Facebook <laughs> yeah and I'll have a link to that for the listeners if you're in case they're by the website I'll have a link to that uh, on the on the web page there so they can uh, so they can find you and uh, and so what so what keeps you going with the writing then uh, I mean I know you love it and everything but what's like the what gets you to sit down and say I gotta write this next book oh it's definitely just like a like a that pressure inside you just have to let it let the words out and let the story out and uh, I've always been like that you know I'm, I'm a daydreamer so something weird will catch my eye and all of a sudden my imagination goes off and I have to write it down <laughs> <laughs> is that how you get the ideas for these because these are really like you said you have to like um you know you have to have like a, a central mystery and you have to have you know different changes and the you know oh could it have been this person that did it or that person how do you get those ideas how do you i mean is this just stuff from your imagination or do you like the, how does that it, process it work? is from my imagination i don't know <laughs> it's kind of a scary place in there i guess you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah i i just imagine like who could have done this and who could have been his enemies or her enemies and and what motives would they have had and just coming up with all of that is is super fun for me yeah, because I was the book that I was reading was set in a bookstore, which is kind of different. Yeah. I'm like, oh, interesting. I, went, I, I was wondering, like, you, you walk into a bookstore and you go, hmm, I can see a dead body there. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, <laughs> I, I do think things like that, but uh, I, I, this one came mostly from the escape room, and you know, where could this escape room be located? And I knew of a few, and they were located in this old building, and so that kind of just where it all, you know, started going. Of course, I love bookstores. So, yeah. <laughs> and so that was the. Uh, and so that's so that one actually is your latest uh, book in that series. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. And uh, when's the uh, next one? In uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're working on a new series, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna go back to uh, uh, Angel Lake. Oh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I wrote this one, and somehow people must have been worried because I'm starting to get emails like, "Don't let this be the last one." So that's super fun. <laughs> From the time you start writing to the time it's published, how long does that usually take you? Oh, I would say about two months. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have friends that are way more pro- prolific than I am, uh, but it just takes me some time to get going. And then there's uh, the first draft, the second draft, the third draft, and then I send it to my beta readers, and then I fix it some more. And <laughs> hm. Yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I, always find I love my beta readers because they do. You have the story in your head, and so you see it, but when you have somebody who's uh, non-biased and they are reading it, um, they can always find the stuff that you're not really answering correctly or 
you know. <laughs> Do you send it to beta readers before or after your editor? Oh, before, because it, it can often change after ah, okay. the, based on their feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was curious about that with the beta readers and, and the whole editing process. Do you, uh, uh, how many beta readers do you usually send it to? Um, I usually will put a call out on my Facebook page on who would like to be a beta reader. And I have a few um, that have followed me through all the books. And and just based on their feedback, you know, I'll send it out to a few. And if I feel like I'm good, then that's all I'll do. If I feel like I want a little bit more feedback, I'll send it to a few more. And so now you're busy with your writing and and, and your and your life and everything. Is, do, you, do you still find time to read? You know, <laughs> I do read. I read a lot. Um, I mostly read indie authors now, um, just tons of them. Uh, Regina Welling is one of my favorites, and uh, Diane Harmon, and there are other cozy mystery writers that I really enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's so important to continue to reading too. So mm-hmm. I, just just about everyone. And I'm asks. still in my Stephen King and. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we catch it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing how he cranks those out too. And we can reread them. I mean, his books are so rereadable. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I really. That's to me a mark of a good author is if their books are rereadable. Mm-hmm. I just adore that. <laughs> well, even Agatha Christie, I remember. I, oh, every, sure. yeah, yeah, every year I try to read. A couple uh, older ones that I've read before and that I haven't read in a while. And last year I read two Agatha Christie's. I kind of got in a, and I'm like, wow, these are still pretty good because I read them when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. You see, they're making a, um, a remake of the of, of Murder on the Orient Express coming out this summer. I think. Oh, you know, I hardly ever watch them on movies. I just. I yeah. just read them usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's a big cast. Of course, oh. now I'm I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember any of them, but all the big stars. Great, <laughs> right, them. I know. I like them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so um, so what's next uh, for you? Then you have the new series coming up, and then uh, just gonna keep uh, plugging away in your cozy mysteries. And as far as I know, I mean, you just. You never know where life's going to take you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. And so, okay, well, I'm not going to take much more of your time here, Cece, but do you, is there anything else you'd like to say to, to our listeners? And we have kind of an eclectic mix. We have just readers, but I'm also getting a lot of people who like it because they're aspiring writers. So I don't know if you have any words of advice to, to an aspiring writer. Oh, I, I love encouraging new writers. And, and I just want to say, if you want to write, you've got this. Just, just, just go ahead and know that that you can do it. And my favorite piece of advice to give people working on their first book is um, just, just write as if no one's looking over your shoulder reading it. You know, <laughs> don't worry about anybody judging your words or reading it. Just get the words out there and and get through the story before you even really, I mean, really go back and even look at it hard or edit it or anything. Um, you can't really edit words that aren't there, so you have to get the whole story out, and that will really help you to shape it. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah, just get it out. Just don't worry about anything else. Just get the words out, huh? Yeah, and and don't you know? When I was writing my first book, it's it's hard. You do have like somebody, somebody, <laughs> not really, mm-hmm. but you feel like somebody's looking over your shoulder and reading those words and judging them and saying, oh, that's not written correctly, or you're not hitting home with that one. And, and honestly, you have to get the whole thing out and then, and then look at it. And the other thing I learned is that you can't write better than the reader's imagination. So 
you kind of want to, you know, you're writing in cooperation with their imagination. So you don't have to describe every last little thing because they make their world as they're reading it. And you just kind of are guiding it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I actually like that, that advice. That, like like give, give the reader the benefit of the doubt so they can figure things out. Yeah, they do. And they mm-hmm. make it, you know, they make it happen. And sometimes if you, or I've noticed with me, if I over-described too much, that would take them out of the story. So, mm-hmm. yep, good but advice. I'm a very, very concise writer. Um, so take my advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, just, that's all you can we can do is, is offer advice, but it's, you gotta find your own your own thing, and the only way to do that is to write. <laughs> yeah, and you've got it in you. You know, people don't realize they they've got it in them. They've mm-hmm. got the skills. And it's such an exciting time now to to be a writer with uh, you know the, in the publishing changes with self publishing and everything. So oh, it is. It's just it's a huge door opening, and it's just so fun to be able to walk through that door and do it. You know, I've always dreamed of doing, and and uh, and and watching other people realize their dreams too. It's just so exciting. So uh, where can the readers find you? Do you have a you're on Facebook or do you have like a website and? I do have a website, uh, it's also ccjamesauthor.com, uh, but probably Facebook is, or I have my email, I think, in the back of most of my books. Um, that's usually where people find me, yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll uh, have links to your website and your Facebook on the on the website. And uh, Cece, I want to thank you so much for taking time to talk to talking to us about your your novels and and cozy mysteries is very uh, had a lot of fun oh me too thank you for having me hey thank you (laughs) bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of meet the thriller author i'd like to ask you to please review and rate this uh, podcast over on itunes it really helps me get the word out if you take a few seconds of your time to uh, do that it would be much appreciated you can also visit my website at thrillingreads.com forward slash podcast for show notes on this episode as well as information about the uh, podcast in general and you can also sign up for my mailing list there you'll be getting uh, special offers from our guests as well as information uh, behind the scenes information on the podcast and uh, please do visit my author website at alanpeterson.com i appreciate your support and so until next episode i will talk to you then